In truth, Courtney was just perpetuating a particularly dopey local folktale. But I felt grateful to her for having considered our town and our island-born poet important. I think I even said to myself, gee, I should get to know her. Well, I'm a historian. I have inordinate warmth for anyone who invokes the past in public. My working hours are spent at St. Elizabeth's College, mostly squandered in history department shriekfests. I'm an adjunct professor at this alleged institution of higher learning, a formerly all-female, formerly nun-run, formerly first-rate school across the county border in the New York City borough of Queens. Anyhow, for two and a half seconds, I considered giving Courtney a call and saying hi, or even, hi, my name is Judith Singer and let's have lunch. But like most of those assertive notions, it was gone by the end of the next heartbeat. Speaking of heartbeats, before I get into Courtney Logan's stunning disappearance and the criminal doings surrounding it, I suppose a few words about my situation wouldn't hurt. I am what the French call une femme d'un certain âge. In my case, the âge is fifty-four, a fact that usually fills me with disbelief to say nothing of outrage. Nonetheless, although I still have the smooth olive skin, dark hair, and almond-shaped eyes of a mature extra in a Fellini movie, my Dewey days are over. My children are in their twenties. Kate is a lawyer, an associate in the corporate department of Johnson, Bonadies, and Eagle, a Wall Street firm whose founding partners drafted the boilerplate of the restrictive covenants designed to keep my grandparents out of their neighborhoods. Joey works in the kitchen of an upscale Italian deli in Greenwich Village, making overpriced mozzarella cheese. He is also a film critic for a surprisingly intelligent, near-insolvent webzine called Night. As for me, I've been a widow for two years. My husband, Bob, the king of crudités, flat of belly and firm of thigh, a man given to barely suppressed sighs of disappointment whenever he saw me accepting a dessert menu from a waiter, which, okay, I admit, I never declined, died at age 55, one half day after triumphantly finishing the New York Marathon in four hours and twelve minutes. One minute he was squeezing my hand in the emergency room, a reassuring pressure, but I could see the fear in his eyes. As I squeezed back, he slipped away. Just like that. Gone before I could say, Don't worry, Bob. You'll be fine. Or, I love you, Bob. Except when the love of your life actually isn't the love of your life, the loss still winds up being devastating. Golden memories? No. Only vague recollections of passionate graduate school discussions and newlywed lovemaking fierce enough to pull the fitted sheet off the bed. Except those times had blurred in direct proportion to the length of the marriage. And after more than a quarter century together, Bob and I had wound up with sporadic pleasant chats and twice-a-month sex that fit neatly between the weather forecast and the opening credits of Nightline. But, back to Courtney Logan... Something's very, very wrong with this disappearance business, I announced to my friend Nancy Miller a few days later. We were strolling around Gatsby Plaza, an upscale shopping center named, without a trace of irony, for Fitzgerald's nouveau riche character. 
It was one of those places that offers the woman who longs to spend $2,000 for a handbag a myriad of venues. It also provides the setting in which passers-by, with one discerning blink, can acknowledge not just handbag owner's status, but her worth. Anyway, the evening was lovely, clear, although too balmy for early November. The early stars were outshone only by the twinkly lights wrapped around the trunks and branches of the slim, pampered trees that sparkled Christmasly all year round. The air, heavy with the pungent autumnal scent of designer chrysanthemums, felt thick and humid, as though it had been shipped from the greenhouse along with the mums. Supposedly, we were on our way to a restaurant. For me, 6.30 is dinner time. For Nancy, it's late lunch. Naturally, we were nowhere near...